0: All right, Ruth is back in. It's dedication time. She knows it. So, Ruth, what are we dedicating it to?
1: All right. Uh, since this is, uh, we we're just talking about movies and, mm-hmm. you know, best films of the year and all that good stuff, I would like to um, dedicate this to my wonderful and amazing blog contributors. Uh, I'm not going to mention the last names because I'm going to butcher them. So it's Laura, Holly, Vitali, Ted, and Vince. Um, and also Andy who uh, occasionally would uh, blog for me so thank you all uh, for your hard work guys and really appreciate you love you (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, we're back with Ruth, and Ruth is uh, she has her own film blog. It's called Flix Chatter, where she reviews movies. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote in a screenplay called of the film Hearts. Want I remember that was a correction I had to do before, um, and you can find uh, the flicks chatter. We'll put the link on there, and many other people that contribute to your blog right there. That uh, for critique yes. other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, let's before we continue on with the movies we've seen this year and some information about uh, upcoming movies. Um, Hearts Want is being submitted over to the UK, right?
1: Yes, well, uh, well, we submitted it. Uh, usually submitted it like months ago, and so it just got accepted there. Um, like a few weeks ago, I got the announcement. Nice. Um, that is an official selection at this uh, Watford Short uh, Film Festival in the UK. So, yes, that's so. Th-
0: if it's a short film, Hearts Want, um, previous guest who guest hosted, Jason P. Schumacher, directed it. So correct. And a lot of other p- famous people that have worked on it <laughs>
1: have been yes. on my show. Too. Yes, they have uh, gone on to a way, way, way better things than I have. <laughs> so, so you know, I am just I feel so blessed and privileged to have worked with with them
0: so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, I guess my goal is anybody has worked on Hart's Month to get them on my show that's my main goal <laughs> <laughs> yes. alright so um, outside of you doing screenwriting and you actually review a lot of movies mm-hmm. and you do a lot of movies of this year and I, I thanks for coming Because this year I've actually stepped aside I've not watched a lot of movies That I usually do I've only seen about 50 movies this year so far Okay About average I would have already been up To about 60 or 70 oh, But I've taken a little I don't bit even of,
1: count How many so Oh you don't You I might keep, have seen more than I do I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but comparison to The previous years I've, I've really dialed back a lot of the movie intakes Okay So um, let's talk about One you've just seen uh, The Farewell The Farewell Yes and, So
1: which is still up On my blogs Flixchatter.net If you yeah. want to read about it, because it's actually just released in uh, select theaters. I believe it's at the Landmark Uptown Theater Okay. Uh, right now, but I'm sure they will uh, open locally in, here if you if you live here in Minnesota. In Minnesota, okay. and they're in select theaters, you know, everywhere. But I'm sure they will open more if they're doing well. So please support them. You know, indie films, and yes, the farewell is absolutely amazing. I can't recommend it enough. It's very accessible. I know that it's in Chinese, so it has subtitles. Yeah. But every once in a while, they, the characters would speak English because they're Asian-Americans, but they they go to China to visit the grandmother and their family, so they would speak Chinese there. But you know, it's very accessible. It's actually the first PG movie that A twenty four, the studio A twenty four. I'm sure film buffs. Or kind of, know. it's a
0: deceivement. It's it's supposed to be a Correct. celebration, it's, like yes. a party. we're gonna have a, like some kind of party? Party, yes. Uh-huh. Actually,
1: the tagline of the movie is based on an actual lie, and it, it is it says that because they have to lie to. The, the grandmother, because in the Chinese culture, if someone is sick, especially terminally ill, yeah. they would kind of carry the, their burden and they don't want to let them know that they're dying.
0: I think so. I think in the, in the, in, it's a perby dominant. Notice in Chinese culture, right? If yes. you are internally ill, we are servant to you, right? Yes, and
1: and they basically will do whatever it takes to kind of keep it from them, and you know, pretend nothing is going on. <laughs> so, so the lie is that they go to China. I mean, yeah. So, so Aquafina's character yeah. and the parents go to China and um, pretend they're going to a wedding.
0: Okay, <laughs> and
1: right. it's, it's a fake wedding of the cousin. They just dated like a few months or whatever, and then you know, so they have to kind of keep up the charade of, of of is it charade? The charade. Jury. Charade. Charade. Yeah. Of of, you know, oh, this is just we're there to celebrate instead of, you know. So that's sort of the but she has really have issues with this because being a Ch- uh, Asian American, she's like You can't do that here in America. You can't lie to them. Is that even legal? You know, so that kind of questions are being asked. But it's a celebration of family, but it's done in such an amazing way. It's funny and it's, um, you know, it's heartbreaking, but it's it's not like a downer at all. So I would, you know, encourage people to see it.
0: The one I have seen is uh, a previous guest we had, uh, Chris Kraskowski, his debut movie uh, starring Sam Elliott titled The Man Who Killed Hitler Ah, and Then the Bigfoot. I want to see that. Yes, very. It sounds like it's an exploitative film with that title. It sounds like it's just going to be action and killing Nazis and everything. But it's not. But it's not. It has a deep sense of here's a man who kept it all to himself that it was responsible for killing Hitler, but he didn't want anybody to know about it. Mm -hmm. So he kept it a secret because he didn't want that to be the defining definition of him himself that he killed somebody wow but people some small, small group of people know about this and recruit him to go after bigfoot yeah yeah but yeah. it's a grounding work and oh, sam okay. Elliott really I and mean, this is obviously something that he could just got in and have a lot of fun but he really took the time to do it excellent wow fun.
1: and it was, was it released last year
0: it was released this year this spring
1: Oh, just this past spring. Yeah, okay, for a cause so months. he so he had that, and then he had that. Um, obviously, the Oscar um, nominated one, A Star Is Born. Yeah, he was in A Star Is Born, where he. So yeah, he. he, yeah, he <laughs> did. yeah, it's a completely different role, so yeah. that's cool to see, uh, you know. Yeah. An so actor if you're in interested, it. In
0: a, and I had the director on my show. If you want to go back and pause and have, mm-hmm. listen to the episode where I had him on, wow, but that a, is super cool. It's a fantastic movie. He was able to get um, Aiden Turner in it. Um, oh, Aiden Turner. Yes, he yeah, plays the, Paul, the younger Paul, version of Sam. Yeah, Elliot.
1: Paul. Paul Dark. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, is the director from Minnesota?
0: Um, Chris Korskowski is from uh, Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. So it's a wonderful, wonderful time. We had a great time. Had it on. Nice. To... Okay. Um, cool. Is there any other movies that come just popping your head from this year that really just kept it going for you?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, let's see. Um, sometimes I don't even remember what I saw a week ago. That's horrible. I mean, you know, obviously if you like. Um, Marvel movies And I do um, I mean the end game It's still in theaters That's really good now, I mean, did you see it one time or Twice actually <laughs> You had to I, see it twice I did see it twice But I mean I, I like it both times But of course the first one was m- Way more impactful for me Like it was right. just it, it just really hit me The second time is still cool though um, I would not recommend uh, Men in Black International That's horrible
0: It sounded a little bit forced it's yeah. just
1: bad i mean i love both actors and i love tessa thompson but nah.
0: yeah um well let's we'll talk about it um uh they just announced that thor 4 yes taika is, Ty Kai's is yes. also back and he's also back and he yeah. just they got a, a name of they already got a title for it. you ready have you heard it i put it up there have you heard the title for the movie it's going to be called thor love and thunder Oh, I am.
1: okay, that's the name of the, I didn't know that was the title I know he said it yeah. and then introduced mm-hmm. Natalie Portman as the female Thor But I mm-hmm. didn't know that that's going to be the name That's awesome Yeah,
0: and cool. I I don't know if how many people know But uh, for the last five years, Thor has been a female version of it So Oh, the comic, yeah, the comic the version comic books, So, they're yeah. now so if you're buying a Thor comic <laughs> book, it's been a female version Okay, of it. Yeah.
1: but I didn't, I mean, I don't know I mean, in my mind, I wasn't thinking of someone who looks like Natalie Portman But you know what, hey I think that's cool. I mean, she's so petite, and, but hey, you know, I'm petite, so I'm I'm like, hey, cool that they go with someone like that. You know, I just imagine someone like, I don't know, Bridget Nielsen? <laughs> really huge and, you know, tall. And, but anyway.
0: Uh, a couple other um, popping in my brain as I do it. One of the, I regard as one of the top five of mine is um, Standoff at Sparrow Creek, independent film um a wonderful premise if you can find the standoff at sparrow creek is still mm. i would consider it like a top five for me so far of the movie so far yeah uh the premise that there is a militia um over the cb radios they heard that there's been a shootout at a police funeral and they realize mm. that they all gathered that one of them did it and they have to find out who did it before mm. the police <laughs> wow. come and it's a wonderful suspenseful independent film shot oh, really well um uh, it took the guy 10 years to make and I understand that he did all the storyboards for himself the director he written it out he shot the whole film mm-hmm. it's a wonderful really play on like who's who kind mm-hmm. of thing and you, you have the time you know the cops are coming we're gonna have to figure out who did this yeah. before anybody else comes and it has a great ending to it one of them one of those endings that you didn't suspect would play out
1: oh okay cool Um I just saw something last night and um I don't want to say too much about the plot I mean it's, it is kind of an unconventional sci-fi. It's called Fast Color.
0: Okay. It's, yeah.
1: it's actually out in iTunes, so it's not on Netflix or Amazon, but you can rent it. And you can it's, only, it's only available on iTunes. On okay. iTunes for now. Okay. But you know, later on, it might be available in other streaming. But it's kind of a sci-fi, but a very grounded sci-fi. And it stars... The main lead is a black woman, which is very rare as it is, especially, yeah, in, the, no kidding, yeah. especially in that genre. Yeah. And it's Gugu Mbata-Raw. It's very hard to say, but it, she's a British actress. She, in fact, I really love her in a movie, Belle, a few years back. And so she became part of my inspiration for the character Lily in my Heart's One movie. Oh, nice. Because she's she's yeah. she's also half white, half black Um and she just is an amazing actress, but the character she played in Bella, in Bell, sorry, not Belle. Bella, Bell film, it's also a British film, inspired me, you know, to write about. And this, this is called
0: Fast Colors.
1: Fast Color. So she's the lead, oh, okay. And it also has another uh, black woman and a, a younger black. Uh, young actress who are both they're all phenomenal so they play three generation women so the she you know the, one lady plays the mother and then the other one plays her daughter and i don't want to butcher his name here Dav- david david stretherin
0: i believe you're saying it right yes, yes. Is he's, he's
1: in good night good luck yes yeah he was in, yep, in yeah in bond also uh, born he's in one of the born films i think the later ones he's like a really good character actor he's in that as well i really i really recommend that it's kind of an unconventional sci-fi it has a little bit of supernatural um elements kind of like a superheroic
0: okay.
1: theme to it but not in the way you think.
0: Right, because if you put color in your title, you're thinking something psychedelic or something like yes. that. Or, yeah. and
1: there is that, so I don't want to give too much away, but if you read the actual premise on IMDb, it's it's like, oh, wow, really? What is this about? I mean, it really intrigues me right away, you know, and I mean, I already like her, but I I just... You know, I think people should just check it out. It's something mm-hmm. kind of off the beaten
0: path. Yeah, speaking of off the beaten path, something not highly commercial, mm-hmm. art house. Um, I'm going to recommend a movie called Braid. If you haven't seen it yet, Braid, B R, B-R- like in your hair, Braid. Oh, braid. Okay, B R A I D. Um, it's a debut of uh, her name is Mitzi Perion. It's her debut film, huh? um, concentrating on dancing, kind of on the subject of uh, schizophrenia, hysteria, trauma, childhood trauma, and isolation, and it involves these three women and of course it's played almost like a braid they're entanglement they're Mm -hmm. constantly that's a triumphant of tanglement you know because when you braid your hair you have to have three different separate things that's it yes Yes. and it's broken up almost kind of like a David Lynch there's not really a linear yes oh
1: uh, storytelling
0: yeah so sometimes if you don't know if it's fragmented it's very dreamlike also Mm -hmm. and it's basically the story I I don't think is the motivation for it but I'll Mm -hmm. give you the story these two girls are struggling realize one of their best friends is super rich a trust fund baby living in a mansion uh but she's in her own little ditzy world so they want to play her role you know let's just live in her world for a few days at her house and then we can rob and off we go and but it's very, I would say, very inspired by David Lynch movies. But it's it's wonderfully crafted. Hmm. I would think you would like it. It's a little bit of a horror movie. I think a little more melodramatic. Okay, yeah. As
1: but. long as it's not too gory, I no. won't be able to. I know, like everybody's like, oh, Midsummer, and I'm like, I I know mm. for a fact that I would not be able like that. Suspiria. Um, I just it's
0: that Midsummer. Yeah, mid-summer, eventually I like to talk about it eventually, but
1: yeah, yeah. Midsummer. It's it's a weird name, but it's. I mean, I was really intrigued by it because uh it's like oh okay, so you have seen that. but I have not seen okay, that. Okay, you have not. But it's I have a review of it on my blog that was done by one of my um contributors. One of the peep- yes. Hitch- already. Uh, yes. did Laura, already- <laughs> Laura wrote it and she actually liked it. Um I think she liked hereditary more than midsummer. Yeah, That's of- Ari Aster is a brand new he's mm-hmm. kind of like a newer uh, Up and coming director But he's yeah. sort of like A name that I think He's going to be around for a while Because his films just
0: Yes And I, I, if we're talking about it, I continue to talk about Midsommar uh, I've definitely mm-hmm. seen it Put it in, in my film so far Definitely into my top five Really? Yes It's uh, digested Wow you it's, must
1: really like I think Gory Scary <laughs> Weird uh, films But I,
0: I can understand why it. Everybody gets to shine in this movie It's great acting Great writing Great directing they had a wonderful play with cinematography, art direction, yeah. costuming. And it's every- all
1: during the day, isn't it? It's yeah. daylight horror. Right, so which it's is su- unusual.
0: So in Sweden, it's so far up that when the midsummer solstice, the, the day, yes. you hardly yeah. any, any any darkness. And so they have a jubilant separation. This is
1: in Sweden?
0: Yeah, it's in Sweden. Okay. Yeah, yeah. see,
1: I was really intrigued by that, but I'm like, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> And then, well, yeah. it's
0: brutal. It's it's not the violence that you see, like in The Dark Knight, when the Joker shoots somebody, but they cut the camera away. Yeah, and your mind that's, fills. In that's plain. my kind
1: of violence, where yeah. I don't see him.
0: Where he takes the shotgun out and yes. he, he pulls it's, the trigger, but you don't see the actual, that's right. or you don't see any. Or, or pull- even Road to Perdition.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of violence there, but Very you don't really see. Violence. But you yeah. don't really see them. Everything cuts off. You know, yeah. like Sam Mendes always cuts. You know, immediately to you know, like like you don't really see the gore. Yeah, uh, but I
0: mean, Ari presents it as almost a contrast to like, and I to my review, I said it's a very hard contrast to gashly horror to splendor beauty. It's both in mm, this movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yes, he does not pull the camera away when most of the most brutal stuff yeah, is occurring. That's why yeah. I'm
1: like, you know, I I know my limits as a as a <laughs> you know film viewer. Yes, um, even
0: I'm a hardcore movie watcher, and you watch Ari Aster's movie, you have to say to yourself, this is fake. This is oh, I know, fake. right, yeah. yes, this is yes. It's-
1: I mean, I saw what is the scariest film of all time, and I'm sure a lot of people agree, is um, um, where she's possessed, what is that thing called? Oh, The Exorcist? Yes, and I'm like, well, I wish I hadn't because that still <laughs> haunts me to this day, and this is why I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> um, oh, actually, uh, to kind of um, relate to Midsommar, one of the actresses there, oh, actually, she's the lead, uh, Florence, how do you say her last name? Pugh, P-U-G-H is her last name.
0: Yes, that would say yes. Yeah. Pew. Yeah, from Midsummer. Okay, because
1: yeah. it it wouldn't be Pug. It was the lady from
0: the. You talk about the the actress from Midsummer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Pew, right? Pew. Yeah. I
1: think Florence Pew. She, I. One of the films that I really recommend, and I think it came out last year. I don't want to say it's this year. It's called Fighting with My Family. If oh, you, she was in that. Yes. If you haven't seen it, it's. I actually wasn't sure if I want to see it Because I thought oh he's got The Rock in it I'm like oh he's probably kind of dumb But then (laughs) And I mean I'm not dissing The Rock But you know usually some of his films are a little bit
0: Fighting with my friends I was gonna I thought you were gonna mention her other movie That she really carried Was the movie called Lady Macbeth Where she plays I
1: have not seen that one yet But I know mm -hmm. there's another one That she did with Chris Pine That's the first time I saw her And it's also Scottish related It's called Where he played a Scottish king the,
0: yeah, he played a, a Robert the Bruce character. That's
1: correct, yeah. so that's uh, The she, Last
0: King or something like that.
1: Yeah, so she was phenomenal in that. But, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> in, but in Fighting With My Family, she's great. And it actually ends up being a really, really good film. And The Rock was actually really good in that, too. Yeah. And I mean, he's playing himself, but it's... And literally playing himself. Not, yeah. I'm just not saying that, oh, he's just playing himself in his films. But in this movie, in Fighting With My Family, her character... Family and her—they're all um, aspire to be wrestlers. So <laughs> okay, okay. you know it's So obviously, uh, The Rock's their hero. Yeah. So it's yeah, really sure. good. I highly recommend it.
0: And I would recommend her in, in the. I think it was. Now it's. I think it's two years ago. Lady Macbeth. Lady Macbeth. Okay. Where she's. It's. 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 It's colonial days. So it's a little time, but the costuming is obviously well done. Mm-hmm. But it, it presents isolation and quietness as almost terrorism there's hardly mm. really any sound in the movie interesting is british, that a
1: british film or it's american i think it's a british film british because she's british but yeah. she can play anything but it,
0: it set the tone of it's very quiet and to the point of it's so overly quiet that it gets annoying <laughs> oh. and it's presented that this is her life it's getting so frustrating and quieting and bored and that she creates problems mm. just to be entertained yeah yeah it's, yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. almost like named lady Macbeth. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, speaking since we were talking about Shakespeare, there is another. I don't know if I like hugely recommend it. Where people, oh, go, go see this right away, but rent it when it's coming out. It's Ophelia.
0: I okay. I, I've saw that in the menu. Okay, and you, I've, so you're the second person that said it. It's just oh, really? Okay, I, so Hamlet's saw, one of my favorite ones. Yeah.
1: yeah, so I saw that at the M Spiff, you know, uh, Minnesota, uh, Saint, uh, Minneapolis, Saint Paul. So it's Petro. Hamlet but
0: from her For,
1: from yes from <laughs> the female protagonist's perspective. And it is you know kind of unique in that you know i mean it's still Hamlet's story, but there's a, all the things that's happening is from her perspective, so it it is you know different you you know right. if you are expecting to see everything that's happening in Hamlet, you probably won't see it, but yet he's there, the character's there, you know, and it's got um who's still oh naomi watts
0: i yes i no yes
1: and um, oh, what's his name? I love him, Clive Owen, isn't really? it? Yes. Okay. Clive Owen, and uh, uh, not in an action movie, is cool. I think, and he's still <laughs> cool even in an action film. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that's an interesting one to to you know check out.
0: Um, the and was if we talked about last year movies in a little bit, I just want to touch up because last year, uh, end of the year podcast, I gave out my favorite movie of the year. The one and only was First Reformed. Um, Paul Frader's uh, movie. I want to change that a little bit because oh. that was because there was a lot of, still a lot of good movies I get to see once I had to get a review. And I definitely, definitely will give Cold War the Black <gasps> film as my favorite. That is
1: one of my top five. It was it was only top five. Unbelievable. Yeah. It is a sad film. So if some people they don't want to see sad movies, then Don't Don't watch Eastern Europe before. Especially black and white Polish (laughs) um, romance uh, set in the wartime. So, yeah, I mean, obviously it's not going to be all happy, you know, cheerful. But I love
0: the the look of it. It was absolutely gorgeous. And her transition from this country girl to this almost seductive, yeah. Lady lounge singer Correct Yeah, yeah She's
1: a a, a, a a Songstress You know Kind uh-huh. of like Similar to like A Star is Born In a way Because she's you know Plucked from obscurity In a way yeah. But yeah I, I love that film I think Cold
0: War Was one of the best ones Yeah oh. The other one that I got Really disappointed with That didn't get a lot of I think critics really love it But they kind uh, of Ignored it was Leave No Trace You and I both love Leave yes! No Trace Yeah. Oh I absolutely with Ben hate Foster that. Yeah.
1: yeah And the lady The Deborah Deborah Granick, I mean, she's. I mean, hello. Wait, if you really want to nominate a female director, that you, should
0: have been it. <laughs> it was a marvelous movie, and I love that. I, I don't want to give it away, but the the whole journey, you understand their journey that they live out in the national parks. Yes, absolutely. He, from his PDST, he doesn't want to live in housing. And correct, everything. he wants. Yes, to about he it.
1: he's very you yeah. know skeptical and and you know he doesn't trust anyone, which I totally get. You yeah. know.
0: Um, but he's not like. But they, they talk about they're not hurting, they're they're not surviving, they're living. Yeah. They're, oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they're they, not being abused. They're living no, out in the woods and everything. And,
1: and the father and daughter have a really great relationship. I mean, you know,
0: it's awkward when they get housing. That's the best exactly. thing. And, exactly. Yeah, and Everything's running smoothly when they live out in the woods and when illegally. They have to rely yeah. on each other, even though it's technically illegally because it's a national park. But Correct. then when they get housing, it's yeah. Now it becomes fractured yes
1: well that's the thing i love movies that has so many layers and you you can't really just you know put them in one type of genre you know and i feel like that's one of those and speaking of a film that wasn't nominated i know you said oh i'm gonna wish that one is not you know nominated yes please another one is a private war I just saw it, and it was oh, at PCFF okay. last year, and of course I missed that because there was just too many movies and too little time. <laughs> right.
0: That does happen.
1: Yes, and I was so after I watched it, I was so floored by uh, her performance, uh, Rosamond Rosamond Pike, who you know from Gone well, we Girl. we all know, yeah, yeah. Yes, She's, uh, yeah. Um, well, I first know her from uh, Jane Austen comes. Everybody knows I'm such a Jane Austen freak. Um <laughs> she Yeah, and she was she plays. Jane in um, Pride and Prejudice, the Kyra Knightley, Joe Wright version. So, but she like completely disappeared as this war correspondent. So she like had, for the whole movie, she had the uh, iPad. That you see on the cover. Yes. And, you know, they show how she lost that. I mean, it's just, she is just beyond brave. And the funny thing is, every time she's interviewed, people are like, people always think you're so fearless. I say, well, I, it's not like I don't have fear. I actually am scared every time I go to this <laughs> war place. I mean, I'd be nuts if I'm not scared. But I, you know, she said I'm I'm scared, but I did it anyway. So that's the difference between her and other people. So she went to all these crazy, you know, war. But then she did that so that other people don't don't have to. She bring in right. the right. war stories, the horror of war, you know, because the. People need to know that war is destructive, you know. Um, so
0: yeah. Based on all the depressing stuff we we're talking about, I'm going to bring up a lighter note. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm going to that's... recommend. I'm going to recommend Stan and Ollie. Uh, from Stan, Stan and
1: Ollie. Yes. Oh, I don't know why I haven't seen that one because but, I grew yeah. up
0: watching Oliver and Hardy.
1: Oh yes. I mean yes.
0: And it's a wonderful mix of of relationship these guys who were both best, best of friends. I mean they were I mean, obviously it does it does show that there was a little. Skepticism, but obviously it's the end. It's the last tail end of their life where they're mm-hmm. doing sketch comedy. They're not doing films anymore, mm-hmm. and they're trying to still save money. And right. um, and it's an it's a nice discovery that even after Oliver died, that Stan was still writing movies for them, skits for them. Oh, okay. And it sounds it it presents his dedication to his friends that he knew that even there really wasn't once it's not them. It was never going to be, yeah. Mm. So it's all about relationships and awkwardness and contrasts and but it presents a real real good reality. It's authentic. That's what I'm trying to look for. Oh good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah good actors. I mean I, I feel like yeah. I'm so glad that they're doing a you know, biopic of their life, because not very many people know. I mean, I grew up watching them just, I mean, we would just, my mom would just buy all the VHS at the time, um, and (laughs) we would just watch it really just like as a whole family, because it's such a family-friendly, you know, fun thing, so...
0: Uh, another one I was at recommend, uh The musical Yesterday By David Boyle oh, Danny Boyle Of course Boyle.
1: I missed that too I uh, know you haven't You have missed it Well you I, I, I have a review of it But that's by another Okay Wonderful contributor
0: And it's a nice It, it looked like it could have been a bad. And, and it's a hasn't, when you realize the plot is kind of like, ooh, but of course, Dan Boyle directed Danny it. Danny Boyle. Exactly. He could direct anything and make it good. Correct. <laughs> and yes. so, yes. Um, which one of his favorites, I would, it's hard to digest, uh, hard to recognize, or hard for me to believe, but one of my favorites for him is Millions about the little boy who. Oh, you he, mean Slumdog
1: Millionaire?
0: Not Slumdog Millionaire. He did oh, a millions. Movie, millions about the little boy who.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think I have seen that.
0: It's a cute little. Okay. Because yeah.
1: I mean, I knew him from. 28 Days Later, which is coming from me, it's kind of surprising. Yeah, he did a horror movie too, yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I love 28 Days Later. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite zombie movies uh, besides Train to Busan. Yeah, I don't which, really
0: regard it as a zombie movie. No, exactly. Yeah, That's a not, zombie
1: film that yeah. isn't really about zombies.
0: Yeah, uh, but I recommend Yesterday, the premise that the, the world, he wakes up in a world that nobody's ever heard of the Beatles before. So what would you want to do with it? Do you want to create it and everything so that's it's a wonderful question you ask yourself would you make money off other people's music if they never found out about it and people can enjoy it or yes
1: (laughs) Yes. and it's interesting because you know slumdog millionaire he sort of launched the career of this indian british indian actor yeah um uh, dev patel who's now really popular and now he has another indian british indian actor as the lead which is kind of an cool I'm, I'm glad they're getting more and more roles
0: but it's not you know? and the surprising thing is it's not actually just like a beetle music video he's actually performing the songs oh, in course. his own yes. version so they're not yes. like okay cut the record no 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 and he i yeah. think they
1: probably do all this casting yeah. you know really rigorously to make sure we they find an actor who could sing too
0: yeah which is the nice because we i watched that immediately after i saw rocket man Yes, and I would put Rocketman as one of my favorites of yeah. the year too, okay. which is another one that you expect. We're just going to hear Elton John music, and no, oh, but they, that no. guy's
1: amazing. I, he probably yeah. will get nomination. I have a feeling, Editor- um, uh, uh, T- Taron, yeah, because he's phenomenal um, singer. Like I, he he did a animated thing, sing. He was in Sing. It's oh, an was. animated film. You know, he plays the gorilla. I think. I mean, he voiced <laughs> the gorilla. I don't want to say play. Yeah. He voiced the gorilla, and his voice unbelievable. I didn't know he could sing because I only saw him in Kingsman. Yeah. you know, and I'm but like, it
0: is a musical. It's not just yeah. a biography. No yeah. no, yeah, yeah, Like people would think, like Bohemian Rhapsody. No, it's not like that. It's a so little bit. Could... It's a little bit constructed as a musical presentation. Oh, cool. Well,
1: Elton. which makes sense because it's about right. Elton Johnson. I'm sure, yeah. I, right? Yeah. I'm sure
0: Elton. We're gonna do it with your life, but it's just a musical, and I'm sure, he said, yeah, sure. <laughs> you said, yeah,
1: sure, know, perfect. Yeah, no, I know. And uh, so now that we're moving towards this year's film, yeah. um, I really recommend Late Night.
0: Late, like. late night. Wow! Okay. It's um, with the Emma Thompson one.
1: Correct? Nice. Yes, I'm glad you know that. And uh-huh. it's written and starring um, Mindy Kaling. Killian. She wrote it, too? She wrote it. I know she's in it. Okay, she yeah, did write she it. Yeah, she wrote it. And then kind of uh, not, it's probably semi-biographical, maybe, some of the her experiences, you know, in her character. Because, uh, you know, again, she plays this is this girl that got the job at the late night show yeah. that Emma Thompson is the star. You know, she's the late night host. And she's, like, her rating is down. So she's kind of on the brink of being, you know, replaced yeah. by a younger hipper guy. And um but and then it turns out she doesn't have any female writers. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, we gotta hire a female writer and so they're kinda <laughs> like Try to do two things in you know two in one kind of like okay a female writer who's also a person of color you know writer of color so so then you know and then she applied it and she's like they're like yes you you're hired you know and then so it was kind of an interesting take of that whole diversity thing. It's, it's and supposed
0: to be funny though.
1: It is funny, but yeah. it's also it's has, like that
0: awkward situation kind of comedy, right? Right, yeah. but it also
1: has depth, you know, like a really it's it's kind of like they're not just kind of sugar coating it and you know make it just funny haha and not have any. St- real right, statement yeah. they, they actually go there and and make a statement about why isn't there any you know female writer in 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 late night you know late late night shows yeah. you know that kind of thing so and and also other industries.
0: <laughs> Late night, I definitely. are. Now yes. that you said I'm going to yes. have to recommend. Um, yeah. With our few minutes remaining, I'm going to uh, mention, uh, if you want to mention another one, but uh, this is all before I'm going to see Tarantino's movie. This is before Tarantino's oh, movie. Oh, I'm
1: seeing that Maybe. next week? Next week. Oh, No, no, yeah, next week on Wednesday, okay. this coming Wednesday. Uh,
0: and the next one I want to recommend is, um, it came out a couple of weeks ago. I, I think it's going to, everybody could be kind of slow with it. It's called State of Sleep. And it's wonderfully acted. I don't think the story works all that well. Um, but uh, if you check it out, Michael Shannon's in it. Ooh, it's an all-star cast of Flan. acting and reminiscing and of uh, melodrama. Um, if you want to look for it, it's a state of sleep, if you have one more, if you want to continue. We don't um, have very much time.
1: I don't think, I mean, do we want to just talk about Bond just a really quick?
0: Okay, so you're a big Bond Person. You mm-hmm. love James Bond series. We know that Bond twenty five is being filmed. Mm-hmm. Actually they're filming right now in Scotland as we we're recording. Actually they needed police to monitor the site they're filming in Scotland, so they're Oh, you're kidding. Okay. Now there's all this police Yikes. presence of cutting off roads and filming James Bond right now Woo. in Scotland. All right. All right. So Bond twenty five. Yes. Okay.
1: Well, um, one of the things that I was going to talk about in my blog post, because I already got somebody asking about it. Why what, what are you talking about this thing? Um, they're going to introduce a a female, a black female, uh, uh, uh what do you call that? Um, uh, agent. Yes. Uh, you know, as 007. because 007 is just a code, spy code name it's not someone's name people are going up in arms about oh you can't have a fe- you know female james bond no one is talking about a female james bond james bond is obviously a person a male person you know so james bond is still going to be james bond he's still going to be male <laughs> most likely going to be white male but 007 just like 006 there is a lot of there's a various people who occupy that you know that um it's you know that code name like yeah. it get yeah. assigned that code name. So I'm I'm very excited. I think at the I've, I can't remember her name now. It's uh she was in Captain Marvel. Really? Um yes, she played Mary Marie Lambeau. I wanna I don't wanna picture her last name. Okay. Um her name is um last okay Lashana Lynch. Lashana Lynch, so okay. she's going to be introduced as 007 At least this is like a, a transition, I think, or well, something. Well, because to, yeah, James Bond at the, I think at the beginning of One Twenty Five was is in retirement.
0: Yeah, somebody else is. Using, so then, of course, MI Five
1: is going to have to have another 007 double, Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I my speculation: I haven't read anything, but my speculation: they're going to use the title in Her Majesty's Secret Service, and flip it on it. Remember the end of that movie? He gets married. I think they're going to start him at the movie of him being married and then she dies and he comes back to work. So that's my yes, guess. Either I think that either... or
1: she just got assigned, a, you know, okay, you're going to be 008 or whatever. Because they do, you know, there are other Bond films where you see, oh, you're 006 or you're a different 00. They call it, hey, he's another 00. And that's just a code name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> they both can coexist in the same world.
0: And we... Uh, <laughs> What do you, okay, obviously, uh, have you yet to see Spider-Man yet?
1: Yes, okay. That's so, one of the my favorite of this year, but again, okay. this is too early. I don't want to like say it's going to be in my top ten, but no, this I is all really this fresh, yeah. enjoyed it. So you did. Okay, there we go. I,
0: yeah, <laughs> right. I
1: love Tom Holland.
0: Well, yeah. that's our mini episode. That's all mm-hmm. we got. So that was just a little brief on all the movies that some some never heard of before, or maybe some that you've had and mm-hmm. take. Um, of course, thanks for coming again, Ruth. Her blog is called Flicks. Chatter. Flicks Chatter that's Flicks with an X if you can find it we'll put the link down below um, thanks again Ruth thank you very thanks much thanks for coming man I love talking movies with you oh so.
1: yeah it's always a pleasure thank you so much Nick alright All right.
0: it's not over till the guest says it's over
1: uh, bye <laughs> it's over there we go